We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on in, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It is 7 o'clock on the dot. Let's add all of our Instagram fam. We're going live. Summer platform. Business Forum and Harvest Search YouTube. Business Forum and Harvest Search Facebook. Business Forum and Harvest Search Twitter, Twitch, our app, our website, and the Harvest TV channel. Come on in, everybody on every platform. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from. It is time for Monday Night Prayer. We gather together every single Monday night to pray for one hour. We've been doing it this way for a good while. We've been consistent. We've been faithful. I want to encourage you. Hear me clearly tonight. If you um, uh, understand the power of prayer, prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. And I want to encourage you to make prayer matter. So I want to encourage you to do it right now. Set an alarm in your clock every Monday night uh, at uh, uh, 7 o'clock Mountain. That's 9 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to pray for one hour. ATL, good to see you. Louisiana, Aurora, Alfreda, Georgia, good to see you. Come on in, y'all. Speak to me as you come in. Let's do roll call. Where you watching from? Tell me where you are watching from tonight. Prayer is going to be powerful, you all. We only have tonight and next week and uh, and then one more. So we only have three more times of prayer before we are out of this year, right? Yes. Yes. Three more times of prayer before we are out of this year. No, wait a minute. Do we have three? Let's see. Have three more times of prayer before we're out of this year. Let's see. Let's look at the month calendar. No, y'all, we only have two. So today and next Monday are our last two times of prayer. So you want to make sure that you make it matter. We're going to end strong. Fredericksburg, Virginia, Alabama, good to see you. New Jersey, Duval, Columbus, Ohio, Denver, Aurora. Come on, where are you watching from? Speak to me. I see Brazil in the building. Hey, Aurora. Las Vegas, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Let's go, let's go. Aurora, Alabama, good to see you. Northridge, California. Fairfield, California, Calabasas, California. Good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Listen, let me encourage you. If you do not have the Harvest Search mobile app, get the app. That is the number one best way to stay connected to all things business form and all things Harvest. How do you get it? Text the word HARVEST to 55498. Can I get everybody on, uh, especially the Instagram platforms, can I get you to type it in so that people are able to see that? Text the word HARVEST to 55498 and get our app. Be able to stay connected. Um, what's in the app, Bishop? There's messages, music, and so much more. Um, you really want to subscribe. Our podcast is our number one way for people to get the word. I want to encourage you to make sure that you subscribe to that. You can do all of that in the app. Text the word HARVEST to 55498. Listen, tonight as we pray, Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. That's exactly what we're going to do. I want to encourage you for the next 58 minutes to lock in with me in prayer. Can I get you to type those two words on the screen? Lock in. I want you to lock in uh, in prayer with me tonight. We're going to focus. You're going to end this year strong. Come on, y'all. I need you to speak that. Matter of fact, let's use the acronym E-T-Y-S. In this year strong. E-T-Y-S. Come, can I get you to type that? E-T-Y-S. Not Etsy, but E-T-Y-S. You're going to end this year strong. you got to hear me. 
The Lord continues to repeat this to me, that he saved the best for last. How do you know that that is scriptural? The Bible says that Jesus' first miracle uh, in the earth, that he turned water into wine. And here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that the uh, leader there at the wedding said, you have saved the best wine for last. It says normally everybody does it different. You bring out the best, and then once people are drunk, you bring out the bad stuff because they're not paying attention to it. He says, but you've done something different. You have literally saved the best for last. And I need everybody to hear me tonight. God has saved the best of this year to the last of this year for you. So you have to end this year strong. Don't talk about 23, 23, 23, 23. Yes, it's coming. And yes, it's going to be amazing. But you got to hear me, Melody. You are going to end this year strong. And God has saved his best for last. Your biggest and best miracles are between now and December 31st of 2022. Your biggest and best breakthroughs are between now and 2023. All right, let's go up in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we honor you and we bless you. Thank you, Lord, for this day. This is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be made glad in it. We celebrate you tonight, God, and we honor you because of your faithfulness. We honor you because of your consistency. We honor you because of your love for us, and we thank you that your love is unfailing. This means that at no time does your love ever fail us. Your love is consistent. Your love is reliable. Your love is dependable, Father. Even if mother and father forsake us, you are there. Even if people that we count on turn on us, you are there. And we thank you for that tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we commit this time of prayer to you and we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We say have your way tonight in prayer. Father, every time we go live on prayer, people get saved and we believe that tonight the same thing would happen. So guide us tonight as we pray. Prayer is our way to adjudicate things in the spirit. What does adjudicate mean? It is our way to get things done in the legal system of heaven. Where Satan is our accuser, he's the celestial prosecutor, but God is our defense attorney and God is our judge. And the great cloud of witnesses, those that have gone before us, they become the jury. And Father, we have this great cloud of witnesses that have already been through and made it to their destination. And we shall do the same. Father, tonight we ask that you forgive us for our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us for our sin, which means to make mistakes. Forgive us for our iniquity. That's the generational sin that we pass down and around. Forgive us tonight, God, for our transgression. That's when we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We thank you that we are forgiven. Come on, speak that on, uh, type that on the screen. I am forgiven. We are forgiven. So we do not have to pray tonight from a place of timidity. We do not have to pray tonight from a place of and what we're hoping and wishing you hear us. No, we play from a place of authority tonight. Proverbs 28 says the righteous are as bold as a lion. And so tonight we can be bold as we pray. Type bold on the screen. We can be bold, which means we will ask you for what seems impossible. We will believe for what seems improbable. We will expect what seems to be unexpected because that's the type of God you are. And for that, we say thank you tonight in Jesus' name. Father, as we press forward in prayer, we thank you that you would give us what to say. You would give us what to pray about. You give us what to cover. You point our attention to certain places our attention needs to be pointed to. That nothing would be missed tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we rebuke the enemy in every shape, form, and fashion that would try to distract us over these next 54 minutes of prayer. In your most defining moment, you told Peter, James, and John, could you not pray with me for one minute or for one hour? In other words, God, it is one hour that defines things. 
In this hour of prayer, we declare that we're going to define how the rest of this year will go for us. And we speak it in advance that you've saved the best of this year to the last of this year. Our best breakthrough is between now and December 31st. Our best favor is between now and December 31st. Our biggest financial increase is between now and and December 31st, 2022, our biggest uh, answered prayer is between now and December 31st, 2022. Our biggest uh, uh, overcoming of an obstacle is between now and December 31st, 2022. And for that, we say thank you, Father. We speak that over our life. You say it. Life and death are in the power of our tongue. If we do not speak it, we're never going to see it. If we do not declare it, we are never going to demonstrate it. But that we say thank you. Father, we cancel every negative thing that we've spoken or allowed to come out of our mouths about our life or anything we're connected to. Since life and death are in the power of our tongues, Father, we declare that we love words of life. We love words of faith. We love words that speak blessing. We love words that speak increase. We love words that speak what your word says about us. Father, we cancel every negative thing that we have spoken. Father, we cancel every negative thing that our actions have placed into motion. Father, the enemy cannot read our minds, so he pays attention to what we say and what we do. We ask for forgiveness tonight for everything that we have done tonight, God, that has not been right. Everything we have done tonight, God, that is not lined up with your word for us. Forgive us for every out of fear. For every, Forgive us for every action of doubt. Forgive us for every action of unbelief. Forgive us for every action of being ungrateful. Forgive us for every action of being a backbiter, being a murmurer and complaining. Forgive us for being stiff-necked. What is that? It means that we take too long to change. It means we take too long to see things differently. You had this indictment against the children of Israel over and over and over and over again. You kept saying to them that they were stiff-necked. Forgive us for being a stiff-necked people tonight in the name of Jesus. And we declare that we are forgiven. And because we are forgiven, God, we can go forward with boldness tonight. Father, if any man be in Christ, you said that we are new creatures. All things are passed away and all things are made new. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. I want everybody to drop an amen right there. Drop an amen right there. I want to focus real quick uh, on that right there um, because that right there, that struck a chord. When I said that and released that, that struck a chord right there. Exodus 32.9. Exodus 32.9. I want us to pray. How many of you can be honest that sometimes you take too long to change things? You take too long to change things. You you want to you wanna have a meeting. You want to have a sit down. You want to have a talk. You want to do all this extra. You got to hear 15 messages. You, you, trust me, when you are stiff-necked, I want you to get the imagery. It literally means stubborn. But when you are stiff-necked, I want you to check the imagery out. If you think about your neck, your neck is a swivel, okay? Now, um, if your neck is stiff, that means it's slow to move. The problem is, if I need to pay attention to something that's over here, if I'm stiff-necked and my neck is focused on this and I'm stiff-necked and it's too slow to move, I take too long to turn my neck. And for some of you, you take too long to change. You take too long to apologize. You take too long to get things right. You take too long to recognize where you were wrong. If I'm talking to you right now, I see several hands. We're going to hit this thing in prayer because one of God's consistent indictments with his people is he said, y'all are stiff-necked. Y'all take too long to change. Pay attention. He said, for 430 years, y'all spent life in Egypt begging to get out. Once you got out of Egypt, it was supposed to take you 11 days. Drop 11. Oh, my God. Come on, y'all. It was supposed to take you 11 days. After tonight, there are 11 days left in this year. You better hear me. 
It was supposed to take you 11 days. Oh my God, this is prophetic for 50 of y'all on prayer tonight. Watch me. What's the prophetic part, Bishop? The prophetic part is that God says you were supposed to make it to your promise and you were supposed to get there in 11 days. But it ended up taking 40 years. And the reason was because you're stiff necked. Every time, listen, I said, look over here. You want to say, you wanted to complain. Why we can't do it this way? Why we can't do it this way? What about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And if you're stiff necked, you're going to turn 11 days into 40 years. Y'all ready? Let's pray. Father, forgive us for being stiff necked. Exodus 32 10. This is what you said. The Lord said, I have seen that the, the, these people that they are stiff necked and stubborn and rebellious people. Forgive us, God, for being stiff necked, taking too long to see something different, taking too long to change, taking too long to adjust. Forgive us for being rebellious. This is where we go against the established order. That is not godly. That is anarchy. And forgive us for being obstinate, Father. This is difficult to deal with. Forgive us, God, for refusing to, to change this, uh, to change despite your repeated attempts to get us to change. Forgive us for that tonight. Forgive us for that tonight. Forgive us for that tonight. And we declare that, Father, just like it was supposed to take the children of Israel 11 days, Father, we declare that in these last 11 days, that's Deuteronomy 1 and 2, in these last 11 days, God, we declare uh, of 2022 uh, that, Father, we will accomplish everything we're supposed to accomplish this year. We will fulfill everything we're supposed to fulfill this year. We will not be found guilty of being stiff-necked. Whatever we got to change, come on, tell the Lord you're open. Come on, prayer. Tell them you're open. Tell them you're open. Tell them you're open to seeing it a different way. Tell them you're open to doing it a different way. Come on. God, Father, we tell you we're open to seeing it a different way, open to doing it a different way, open to handling it a different way, opening to, uh, open to moving about it a different way. Forgive us for being stiff-necked. Forgive us for being stiff-necked. We will not take long to repent. We will not take long to change. We will not take long to get our stuff together. We will not take long. We're open. We're open. We're open. We're open. We are open. We are open. Come on. And don't just tell them that you're open. Here's what you need to say. And you're ready. And you're ready. And you're ready. And you're ready. God, we are open. And God, we are ready. We will not be stiff-necked. For some of you tonight, let me prophesy as we pray. For some of you tonight, you literally are going to see a different way to carry what you've been carrying. The weight of what you're carrying isn't the issue. It's the way you've been carrying it that's the problem. I'm going to say that thing again. The weight of what you're carrying is not the problem. It is the way you've been carrying the weight that's the problem. I prophesy God's going to show you another way. He's going to show you another way to carry it. You've been uncomfortable, not because your what has been wrong, but because your way has been wrong. Who am I preaching to and talking to tonight in prayer? Your, your feeling of being overwhelmed is not because of what you've been carrying. It is because of the way you have been carrying it. You have been carrying this thing all wrong. Let me give you this example. Everybody look at me. Everybody look. Everybody lock in. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share, no matter what platform you're on. When you share, people can say, I got some amazing news to tell you now. Listen, um, you ever been coming in your house, and as you come in your house, you got your grocery bags, you got your grocery bags, which you got the little plastic bags. And how many you only want to take one trip? If you are one trip kind of person, drop a one in the comments. If you're a one trip, like I am not coming back out to this car 
two and three and four and five and six and seven times to get this stuff. So you try to do it all at one time. That's the revelation right there. Father, you literally told your people little by little that they were going to possess the promised land. Father, forgive us for trying to do everything at one time. Who is that for? Forgive us, God, for trying to do everything at one time. That's Exodus 23 and 30. You said little by little would they take possession of the promised land. So we ask you to forgive us for feeling overwhelmed because we have we've been trying to do everything at one time. We've been trying to do everything at one time. That's the revelation right there. Father, forgive us for thinking there was only one way to do it in Jesus' name. Let's go further in this revelation. Um, listen, I'm not going to take multiple trips. I, I don't want to do that. I just want to get it done one trip. So what ends up happening, Monday Night Prayer? What ends up happening? You, you get 15 bags on your, on your five fingers. Wave at me if you've ever done that. I, I am notorious for that. I am notorious for that. Wave at me if you've ever done that. Hey, let me get you. Please don't solicit on the page. Please don't solicit on the page. Please don't do that. All right, please don't do that. Let me ask you to not do that. If you solicit, I'm going to have to block you. And I don't want to block you, all right? But please don't do that. You got 50 bags on five fingers. And your fingers getting all pulled and tossed and all of that. You, your hand getting all ashy. Your hand getting toe up. Your fingernail polish, ladies, is coming off. Now the bag is cracking and stuff, and then you rush it in the house, throwing the stuff on the counter, your spaghetti sauce. Somebody says, I just did that 10 minutes ago. Look, your spaghetti sauce is all on the counter. Look at me. All because of the way you were carrying the weight. Look at me. Look at me carefully. Look at me. Hear me, prayer. Everything in the bags you needed. So I rebuke those of you who keep saying, maybe I need to take this out of my bag. Listen, you ask God to use you. You ask God to use you. And since you ask God to use you, that means everything in your bag is necessary for you for your next. Father, forgive us for thinking that we needed to take some things out of the bag. Every, I just need to take some stuff off my plate. Boo, stop it. You ain't got that much on your plate now. Stop it. Stop the insanity. Stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it. Whoever was thinking that, just the Holy Ghost talking to you. Whoever was thinking that, just type that in the comments. You preaching to you. You ain't not talking to nobody else. Type that in the comments. Stop it. Maybe I just got too many things on my plate. And what I've noticed is that the things people take off their plate first is God. Let me take serving off my plate. Let me take church off my plate. Let me take God off my plate. Let me take. That's the most. Can I say this with love? That is stupid. You do not take the only reason you're making it off your plate. That's like having a plate full of side dishes. You ain't got no meat. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Okay? All right? Let me help you tonight, prayer. Let's go. What, what happens is many people, they will take the wrong thing off of their plate. They will take the thing that's actually feeding them off their plate. Stop it. It is not that you have too many things on your plate. The problem is that you're just going to need multiple plates. Using the analogy from earlier, you got all these bags on one hand. Everything in the bag is necessary. So I cannot take anything out of the bag because if I got if I'm making spaghetti, I need the sauce, I need the meat, I need the noodles, I need the garlic bread. Cause don't nobody want no spaghetti by itself. Come on tonight, y'all better hear me tonight. Don't nobody want no just plain spaghetti, and don't nobody just want sauce with no meat. And even if you're a vegan, you better put some vegan tofu sauces something in there. We don't just want no plain spaghetti sauce. Listen, right? Everything in the bag is needed for the meal. The issue is not what I'm carrying, it's how I'm carrying it. Father, 
Show us another way. Show us another way. Somebody says, I'm making that right now. Show us another way. You said in Isaiah 43, 19, that you would make a way out of no way, which means, God, sometimes that we feel overwhelmed. And it is not that anything needs to be taken out of the bag. It is not that anything needs to be removed. It's just that we need to carry it differently. I pray that you would show us another way to get it all done. Oh, my God. You're going to be a mama and a business owner. And you're going to raise your kids and you'll be a great one. Everything you're supposed to do. You're going to be a great leader, sir. You're going to be a great entrepreneur. You're going to have multiple businesses. You'll be a great father. You'll be a great other. Everything. You will do it all. Come on. And the Bible says, and we can do all things through Christ. I need you to drop all in the comments. Come on, prayer. Drop all in the comments. Drop all in the comments. Do not ask for God to get the glory out of your life. And then when he begins to stretch you, you give up during the stretch. I rebuke you quitting during the stretch. You're going to have to stretch out. Father, show us another way. Show us another way. Father, show us how to eat food. Y'all ready? Let's go deep. Show us how to eat foods that fuel our energy. Show us what foods to avoid. Mm. Come on here. Show us what foods to avoid because they do not feed us. Show us what uh, sleep habits we need to adapt. Come on, y'all. We're going to go deep now. Show us how we need to sleep and rest so that our body is optimal because it's going to be different for every person. Show us what foods to avoid. Here it is. Show us what people to avoid at certain parts of the day. There are some people who are sent to us early in the day to drain energy and focus from us in the day. Who am I talking to? Show us what people we don't need to deal with until later on in the day because they are a distraction. Show us. Show us. Show us. Show us what messages we do not need to pay attention to until later during the day. Show us, God. Show us another way. Show us another way. Show us another way. Show us what media we need to avoid. Show us what TV channels to avoid. Show us what social media pages to avoid. Show us what to deal with later. Show us how to focus. You prepared for 30 years to change the world in three and a half, which means when you got started at age 30 and you were crucified and resurrected at 33 and a half, you got more done in a tithe of your time than you did for the majority. I pray that you would show us how to get more done with less time. Come on, y'all. Let's go in. Show us how to get more done with less time. Show us how to be more effective. Show us how to, come on, let's go in. Show us how to write emails that are more effective. Show us how to write uh, 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 inner office communication that's more effective. Show us how to uh, operate and build our calendar so that we're more effective. Show us how to operate throughout the day so that we are more effective. In Jesus' name, we pray. If you agree with that, type yes, Lord, on the screen. Yes, Lord, on the screen. Jesus spent 30 years as a tecton. Tecton is the Greek word. We say carpenters. Carpenter is an understatement. A better word than carpenter is builder. Jesus is like a general contractor, right? And a general contractor, here's what you need to know. Jesus, because he's our example, the Bible says, as he is, so are we in the earth. Because Jesus is our example, Jesus literally spent um, his, his uh, uh, lion's share of the first 30 years of his life. He spent that as a general contractor. 
Now, what is a general contractor? They are the ones that will pull different people together. They do not know how to do all the work themselves. They know how to get people to get the work done. I want to cover you in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, show us how to be a tecton. Type that in the comments, T-E-K-T-O-N. You're a tecton. You're a builder. Oh, God, this is good to me. Show us how to be a tecton. This means we may not know how to get everything done, but we know how to get people who know how to get it done. We know how to put the right people in the right seats, giving them the right assignments to get things done. Father, for every person that feels like they are underskilled, I rebuke their thoughts of being underskilled. For every person that feels like they are underprepared, I rebuke them feeling underprepared. Father, we are tectons. This means that we are builders. We do not necessarily know how to get everything done, but we know how to get to people who know how to get everything done. We know how to pick up the phone and get to the right person. We know how to Google it to get to the right person. We know how to make the right connections. We know how to do the right things at the right times. We are tectons. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right? Listen, we covered a lot already in prayer, right? We're only 24 minutes in. Do me this favor. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. If you have not shared, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. I need, um, I need, um, one of um, the ladies that would have this number, I need this number. I need my new decision count number. So as we move in prayer, let me show you the power of what we just prayed. Um, this year at Harvest Church, we had set a goal of 1,000 um, decisions of people to give their life to the Lord. Can I get you to just drop a 1,000 in the comments? Drop a 1,000 in the comments. I need you to drop a 1,000 in the comments. We set a goal this year of 1,000, hey, Detroit, of 1,000 people giving their life to the Lord this year. Last Sunday, we were at uh, 544 recorded decisions. Now, it's probably way more than that. That's all we were able to record, either because people responded and they sent the text or because we have ambassadors. So on all of our online platforms, I have ambassadors that are watching for people's responses and chatting and interacting with people. And then in the building uh, in Denver, I have people that are watching. And then in Atlanta, um, um, every time we're there doing a service there, I have people who are watching and recording that in the building in Atlanta. And so in that, um, one of the things that, uh, that happens is this, is that uh, what we do is we have prayed, thank you, thank you, Mel, uh, we had prayed and we said, um, okay, God, this was our goal for this year. This is our goal for this year. What was the goal? Everybody put it on the screen. What was this goal? The goal was a thousand. The goal was a thousand. The goal was a thousand. All right. Um, last Sunday, the goal, uh, we were at 544. Put that number on the screen. I'm going to show you a miracle. We're going to rejoice. God, I'm going to show you what God is about to do in your life. I'm going to show you what God is about to do in your life. So we were at 544 last Sunday. Put that on the screen. As many of you can. Now, if you're driving, I don't need you to get no rep. All right. So, so, so you don't type. But if you can type, you just ain't typing. Follow my instructions. Type. If you follow the prophet's instructions, you receive the prophet's reward. Follow my instructions because you're about to see a miracle in your life. 544. This past Wednesday, that number had jumped to 569. That was Wednesday. Put that number on the screen. 569. And, and while it's a number, I need you to hear me. These are people's lives. That's somebody's mama, somebody's brother, somebody's cousin, somebody's niece, somebody's uncle, somebody's auntie. That's somebody's life. Wednesday, we're at 569. The Lord had spoken to me and told me, he said, I want you to bring in this team. So we brought in a team 
that um, all they do is they go city to city. They are all young people, just like Jesus took with him. Um, Jesus, his team was between age 12 and 21. All those men that were around Jesus, Peter was the oldest because he was married. He was likely 20, 21. All of them were between age 12 and 21. Jesus changed the world with millennial young men, just for the record. So that everybody that says, um, you know, I don't know what's going on to these millennials. I don't know. Uh-uh. Shut up. Jesus changed the world with young men between the ages of 12 and 21. There you go. So we brought in this team, and I knew because of everything we've got going on in Denver, everything we've got going on in Atlanta, as we were working to find the right location there, and uh, and then doing the same thing here in Denver, I said, I knew I did not have the bandwidth for that, but the Lord said, bring in a team, and I want you to outsource outreach. He showed me another way. Type this on the screen, another way. Come on, y'all. He showed me another way. I'm going to show you a miracle because you're about to see a miracle happen in your life. You're going to see a miracle. I need you to follow my instructions. Follow my instructions. We're about to cover this in prayer, but you're about to see a miracle happen. Um, so we brought in this team. This team got here. Um, we received an offering for this, um, and it cost us thousands and thousands of dollars to do it. We received an offering for it. This team got here on late Tuesday. They got to work on Wednesday. Um, they immediately started witnessing, getting people so getting people signed up to come to the outreach, etc. Um, by Friday night, put this number on the screen. By Friday night, the number of people who were giving their Lord, life to the Lord went from 569. By Friday night, that number was 876. Put that on the put that on the screen. 876. I want you to pay attention. I literally said, God, I don't know how you're gonna do this, but all I know is that I don't set goals that I do not meet. I don't declare, you don't let one word, 1 Samuel 319, that comes out of my mouth. You do not let one of those words fall to the ground. So I said, God, I do not know how, but what did we do? We prayed and we released a seed. We prayed and we released the seed. Y'all better hear me because you're about to see a miracle in your life. Now, for those who've been around Harvest for a while, you know we are a church of outreach. We are always blessing people, always changing lives. We've given away almost 24,000 toys. We'll give another 1,000 toys away this coming Sunday. We've given away uh, almost $600,000 in missions, domestic and abroad. We've given away over 250,000 articles. All that's on our gift page. We prayed and we released the seed. On Friday, that number was 876. Listen to this. Um, by, by Monday or by Sunday morning, um, they had told me that they had about 600 people who were registered to be a part of yesterday evening's outreach. And um, in all of that, I said, okay, that's cool. But I, look at me, everybody look at me. Can I be honest with you? Say, keep it real, Bishop. Type that in the comments. I'm sharing a testimony. We're about to cover it in prayer, but I need to give you this testimony. Say, keep it real, Bishop. Type that in the comments. Keep it real, Bishop. Can I be honest with you? I said, this is Denver. And I said, I know how these people do. I said, this is Denver. But watch me. But what had changed? What had changed is that after years of prayer, and what had changed is after years of sowing into the community, what had changed was the receptivity. So by Sunday morning, that number was over 900 decisions. I want you to be clear. Last Sunday, eight days ago, it was 544. Wednesday, 569. Friday night, 876. Sunday morning, over 900. Last night, um, they counted the total number of people that came, including the several hundred that we had to turn away. Over 12, 
almost 1,300 people, 1,277, I believe is the exact number of people that they counted, that had showed up for yesterday's outreach. Over 460 people, because there were people who were ministered to who never got in the building, who were giving their lives to the Lord outside and in that building. But there were people who never got in the building that were ministered to. Over 460 decisions last night. That number of decisions currently sits. Give me the number, please. It's 1,300. And what's the number? 13. You gave it to me earlier, but it's in my comments. Give me the number again. It is 1,300. And give it a number. Come on. The people are supposed to give me the number. Where are my numbers? It's 1,300. And I think 57. 1,300. 1,345. Thank you. 1,300. 1,345 decisions. I need you to release a praise on the screen. Thank you all. Release a praise on the screen that not only did God meet the number, but he exceeded the number. And we still got 12 days left. 11 if you don't count today. Can you put a praise on the screen that he met it and he exceeded it? And each one of those lives matter. That's somebody's mama, that's somebody's cousin, that's somebody's uncle, that's somebody's niece, that's somebody's nephew. Why did I just share that with you? Why did I just share that with you? Um, because I need you to hear me. God is going to make a way out of no way for you before the end of this year. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you use that to stir the faith of every person in prayer tonight, that you're in Ephesians 3.20, God, that you are the God that does exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. And we thank you for every one of those lives. We pray, God, that you seal those salvations. We pray that it wouldn't just be a confession that was made one time, but we pray, God, that that would be perpetual, but that would be consistent. Lord, that they would defy the statistics that say that most people, after they pray that prayer, they don't do anything with that prayer for two years later. We pray that, Lord, that you would defy the statistics and that we would see those people not just come for free stuff, not just come for an outreach, not just come for bills to be paid, not just come for gifts, but they would come for you. Put a hunger, whoa, shit, hey, put a hunger down on the inside of them. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, that defies the statistics tonight. You are in Ephesians 3.20, God, and we celebrate you. Lock them in. We pray that the enemy will be defeated in their lives. Lock them in right now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, drop an amen in the comments right there. What did you see? You saw a documented miracle. That's what we saw, a documented miracle. Um, we want to cover the follow-up. Father, the follow-up with all those folks is going to begin tomorrow. We cover the follow-up with all of those people. Um, we pray that the follow-up would be anointed. Touch the follow-up. Father, let it be such that there's a hunger like has never been seen before, even in this area. Father, we speak that it is so. We pray that there be an anointing on the follow-up. There be a grace on the follow-up. We cover Christmas Day. Father, we have, you've already exceeded what we asked for. 
Father, so we just believe that you're going to continue to do that. We pray for Christmas Day. We're going to give away a thousand toys at church on Sunday during the experience, God, on Christmas Day. Father, we pray that you'd have your way on that day. Get the glory out of everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I share that with you to tell you this. He saved the best for last. So that every person on here right now, where you're saying, well, I guess it just ain't going to happen this year. Shut your mouth. Not mouth. Mouth. M-O-U-F. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, literally, um, God showed me how to get it done another way. He showed me another way to get it done. I said, I've never outsourced an outreach. I've never, listen to me, I've never given to someone else and said, you run it and we'll pay for it. You run it, we will pay for it, and we will make sure we have servants and dream teamers to make it happen, but you run it. I've never done that. But the Lord said, son, I'm going to give you something I've not given you, and I'm going to give it to you faster than you would think, and I'm going to do it quickly. We're going to do this different. You ready? I need you to be prepared for God to do something different. This is why we prayed against being stiff-necked. Prayed against being stiff-necked. Because some of you, you like to control how he does what he does so he does nothing. Because you won't control him. You cannot control him. You do not get to control him. Father, forgive us for trying to control you because we wanted to direct how you did what you did. Forgive us for trying to control you, God, because we, you, we wanted to be in the driver's seat of what you were doing. We are open to different. We're open to rivers in the desert. We are open to ways in the wilderness. We are open to manna from heaven. We are open to quail from the sky. We are open to the same shoes, but the shoes just never wear out. This is what God did for the Hebrews. We are open to the Red Sea parting because we're not going to swim this thing. We are open to the Jordan parting when we get in it because we're not going to swim to this thing. We are open to you doing it a different way in Jesus' name. Let me get you to do this. Um, let me get you to do this. If it's your first time on Command Your Week Prayer with me, wave at me tonight. We just want to shoot some love your way tonight. We're um, we're almost done. Wave at me if it's your first time on Command Your Week Prayer. We call it Command Your Week. It's a spiritual principle of prayer. You get a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of you. You get a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of you. Just wave at me if it's your first time. I just want to let you know we're glad that you're with us tonight. Whatever platform you might be on, good to see you. In addition to that, if you haven't already texted the word HARVEST to 55498, I want to encourage you to do that. When you do that, you'll be able to stay connected to all things HARVEST. You can get our app too, which is the best way to stay connected. We have been in this series that is amazing. It's called Angels and Demons. And we're going to shift the last few minutes of prayer to some of what that message was about. Um, but I want to encourage you tonight. God has saved his best for last. Now, I want to come against disappointment. Um, you, 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 have to, you have to hear me. Any no, is, it works for your good. Romans 8.28, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Welcome, everybody. It's your first time. Um, listen, I want to pray against disappointment because um, one of the things that can happen, especially when you're talking about walking by faith and moving by faith, one of the things that can happen is that disappointment can try to come and snatch your faith. 
How many of you just wave at me if you have had some disappointing things that have happened that if you if you keep it 100, kind of mess with you a little bit, kind of mess with you a little bit, just mess with you a little bit. And that's going to be different for everybody, but it messed with you a little bit. Um, you have to hear me. Every no works for your good. Every yes works for your good. Every maybe works for your good. I want to I want to pray against disappointment. Disappointment sometimes is one of the greatest vehicles for demonic activity. I'll say it again. Disappointment is sometimes one of the greatest ways for demonic activity because you were like, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting it. I'm expecting it. And it doesn't happen. And so what happens? You will drop your faith. And what disappointment will do is that you will begin to do things demonic, anti-God. What does this mean? Can I give you Bible to back this up? Let's use Abraham and Sarah. Abraham and Sarah. God says you're going to have a child. And um, when you're going to have a child, it's going to be late. In fact, Abraham is going to be so old that the Bible is going to say that things ain't working, right? The way that they used to work. And Sarah, Sarah literally said, uh, this is crazy. Like, this, uh, this is crazy. Like, this is not going to happen. That's why they named the child Isaac. She says, because God has made me laugh. He says, literally, God has made me laugh. She says, when people hear this story, people are going to be laughing. Like, this is crazy. How did this happen? So what happens is, what did this demonic come in? Is disappointment opens the door to the demonic where you'll start getting into things you have no business getting into. We got to come against that tonight in prayer. Why? Because what Sarah does is Sarah takes it into her own hands. And Sarah says, God says, I was going to have the child. Me and you were going to have the child. What does Sarah do? But God is taking too long. Father, let us be okay with your timetable. Let us be okay with your timetable. Let us be okay with what seems like delay to us, but it is because your time, you are aligning things. You said that when Jesus was born and came into the earth, that they had to keep Jesus in a particular place until Herod died. If Herod was alive when Jesus was seen, they would have killed him because there was an edict that it went out where the firstborn sons were supposed to be exterminated. Father, we submit to your timetable. We are okay with your timetable. Forgive us for thinking that we knew better than you. Did y'all hear what I just said? Had Jesus been seen before the Herod died, he would have been murdered. I'm going to say it again, prayer. Had Jesus been seen, everything Mary went through, oh my God, everything Mary went through to birth Jesus. Number one, the Holy Spirit impregnates her. Number two, she's got to deal with the shame of people saying you a lie because the Holy Ghost ain't never got nobody pregnant. Ain't nobody ever done what you're doing, Mary. This is crazy. But I pray for every person that's not in prayer where you're doing what no one else has ever done. So they think that what you're doing is crazy because they haven't done anything. They literally imagine the guilt and the condemnation. And Mary's like, I didn't even do nothing, but God picked me. He picked me. And so Mary looks crazy. She looks nuts. The Holy Ghost got her pregnant. In fact, the Bible says Joseph secretly thought, I'm going to call this wedding off. This girl is a whole lie. And she out here homongling. Talking about God got her pregnant. Come on, y'all. Let's just keep it 100. Let's keep it 100 prayer. If a woman today came and said that God got her pregnant, it would be on, on Shade Room. Come on, talk to me. It'd be on every blogger. It would be CNN would pick it up. A local woman says that the Lord got her pregnant. Keeping them honest. Listen, it's nuts. It's just nuts. Totally nuts. Crazy. 
Everybody, did you see that thing on social media? The girl talking about God. Mm. The Lord got her pregnant. Yeah. Sounded to me like she was just cheating on Joseph and she's trying to come up with a story. Every single person on here tonight would have been talking about her. Every single person. Every single person. Imagine what that looks like. That's why she went to go stay with Elizabeth for a while because God says, let me go put you in hiding. I got to put you in, in hiding for a while because there's going to be too many eyes that are on you. Father, whoo, thank you for the times you've kept us in hiding because there would have been too, there would have been too much attention at a certain period of time in our life. Can I get you to put a praise on the screen prayer for every moment God kept you in hiding? That's where she goes. So she goes through this. The Holy Spirit impregnates her. She's carrying this baby. She's got to deal with people looking at her and all of that. She brings forth this baby. Um, she goes through all of this. They can't find anywhere to have the baby. So the baby is born. Jesus is not born in ideal conditions. He's not born in a palace. He's born in a manger, a place where animals eat out of. That's just where that's where he's born. Now pay attention. Uh, in that, she, they've got to now take the child and hide him. Because Herod said, if we find this boy, kill him. And they literally have to wait, listen to me, for three years for Herod to die. They have to wait for Herod to die. Father, there are some enemies we simply have to outlast. I pray that there would that we would have the endurance to outlast every enemy that simply has to die first, that simply has to die. A Herod, Herod in the Greek means the son of a hero, the son of a champion, something that has prevailed over us, some things that have prevailed over us simply has to die. We simply have to endure. For some, pride has to die. For some, arrogance has to die. For some, unforgiveness has to die. For some, having to be in control has to die. For some, ungratefulness has to die. Whatever Herod needs to die, let it die in Jesus' name. All right? She's got to keep him there because if she brings him out, if Mary and Joseph bring him out too soon, he dies. Let's Jay walk back over to Abraham and Sarah, cover this thing in prayer. Disappointment, disappointment, disappointment. Sarah says, this is taking too long. I know God said that it would be me, but let me give you Hagar. She's my assistant. Let me give you her. Look, Abraham, look, y'all just one night, He's mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. That's what she tells Hagar. Um, she's like, listen, let me give you one night. Y'all go do your thing because God is taking too long. Watch me. So now disappointment turns into the demonic. Listen, those two children are still fighting today. The wars and the fights and the issues you see over in what's referred to as the Middle East today. It's really North Africa. In the Middle East today. You got to hear me. That is all because of one demonic decision Sarah made thousands of years ago. Those are two. That's Ishmael and Isaac fighting. Did y'all hear what I just said? That's Ishmael and Isaac fighting. All because of one demonic decision she made thousands of years ago. Those two are still fighting. So, Father, I come against the spirit of disappointment. I know it's prayer, but we're preaching and praying at the same time. We come against the spirit of disappointment. We will not get... We will not open the door to any demonic decisions, to any demonic activities, to anything that is not like you because of disappointment. We will not do it, God. We will not do it. We will not do it. 
that disappointment led to, somebody put the word over there too, not only demonic, but disobedience. We will not be disobedient. We will stay the course. We will not detour. We will stay the course. We will not derail. We will stay the course. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name. 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 Come on, y'all. Let's just go up. Let's have a worship break for five seconds on prayer. Can you put a worship in the comments? God, we bless you and honor you, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will not open the door to anything demonic. We will not open the door to anything demonic. Every yes is for our benefit. Every no is for our benefit. Every maybe is for our benefit. Every open door is for our benefit. Every shut door is for our benefit. There is nothing that can happen in our lives that does not happen for our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Guys, we're almost done. Do me a favor. Like this video. Tell me where you watch from and share if you haven't already done that. Um, so listen, as we move these last just few minutes of prayer, these last few minutes of prayer, uh, I want to do this. We've been in the last few weeks, and I want to encourage if you've missed any of the series called Angels and Demons, again, get our app, text Harvest to 55498 to get our app, watch that. Um, you can watch the last several messages have been amazing. Yesterday's message was called, You Have Angels on Assignment. The Lord told me to spend the last part of prayer tonight um, uh, for us focusing on a few points from those messages. And I want to, again, encourage you to go back and watch them. Can I just be honest with you? A Bishop Foreman message is not a message that you could just watch one time. Pastor Leon, it is not a message. You know that, sir. It is not a message. Hey, Memphis, it is not a message that you can just watch one time. A Bishop Foreman message, you you have to watch that thing multiple times because there's, a, there's revelation to it. I don't call my messages sermons. Um, they're called life-giving messages. The word message, messenger, angel. This is a message from the Lord to you. Um, I don't watch what somebody else is preaching and preach it. I don't care what anybody else is preaching. I literally say, God, what do the people who I am responsible for leading, what do you want me to say to them? What do you want me to say to every person that's going to hear my voice? You cannot, this is not, you can't, and, I, and I'm not saying that with any level of arrogance. I'm saying that so you can receive. Because if you listen to that thing once, you're going to miss a lot. Listen to it twice, you're still going to miss a lot. You're going to have to listen a few times because there's layers of revelation to the word. All right? And God's word is alive. How many of you know what I'm saying is accurate? All right? Why do I say this to you? Um, because there's several things that I want to pull out. And we're going to cover this in prayer. Um, we're going to cover this in prayer. First thing we're going to cover in prayer is that you are successful at resisting the enemy. And it connects perfectly to what we just prayed about, about opening the door to the demonic um, because of disappointment. Um, in Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says that Jesus was led up by the Spirit um, into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And he had fasted 40 days, 40 nights, he's hungry. And then the tempter came and watch what the tempter says. Watch what the devil says every time. If you are the son of God. Um, sometimes disappointment leads to doubt. Disappointment leads to doubt. Um, and here's the doubt. He made him doubt. Well, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Because if I can get you to question who you are, I'll get you to question where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do. Y'all want to talk to me. If I can get you to question who you are, I will get you to question where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do. How I can get you. If I can get you to question who, I can get you to question everything else. 
Father, in Jesus' name, we will respond to every attack of the enemy with the word because disappointment leads to doubt. We cannot give in to the spirit of doubt. We cannot. Every time the tempter came, you responded by saying, it is written, which means you knew the word. And because you knew the word, you were able to release the word to counteract every temptation of the enemy. And I pray right now in Jesus' name. Somebody say, can we run now, Bishop? Run. I pray now in Jesus' name that we would not give into the spirit of doubt, but we would respond just like you did. It is written. Every time it looks like, I guess I'm not supposed to do this. It is written. You, he that has begun a good work in me shall complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. Every time we feel like we're doubting, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Mm -mm. A call that is not questioned is a call that cannot be trusted. A call that is not questioned is not a call that can be trusted. Every person you ever called to anything began to say, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? Why is it so difficult? Why is it so difficult? Why am I screwing up? Why am I screwing up? Why am I messing up? It comes with the seat. It is not a license or an invitation to give into the spirit of doubt. Who am I talking to right now? It is not an invitation to give into the spirit of doubt. Every legit call is a call that is questioned. Every legit faith is a faith that is tested. If it cannot be tested, it cannot be trusted. Therefore, just like Jesus had to be sent to be tested, we thank you, God, for sending us to be tested. You sent Jesus to be tested to qualify him so that he would go forth for three and a half years. Thank you for the test. Thank you for the trials. Thank you for the temptations. Thank you for the questioning of our call. Thank you for the questioning of what we are supposed to do. We thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, I see a comment that says, I prayed for this answer today at lunch. Let me tell you all something. You should pray before prayer. You should always pray before prayer. Um, because when we pray, we, we pray like the scripture. What does this mean? Um, two, two things. I'm going to ask you to say a lot, life and death in the power of your tongue. I'm going to ask you to type a lot. Matthew 16, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. But when we pray, he responds. So you notice how we pray that I give you revelation. We pray I give you revelation. We pray I give you revelation. The revelation is his response to you. He's responding. As we're praying, he's responding real time. I'm not reading notes. Somebody asked me when they said, you don't read notes as you pray? I said, no. I said, I asked him what to pray, and then that's what I prayed. They said, you don't prepare like notes for that? I said, absolutely not. I said, well, if you hear me clicking, that's because I'm validating the scripture that I said. So I give the accurate scripture. I said, but I don't, I'm not reading notes from prayer. I literally said, God, you say what you want to say. There, is, there are no notes to prayer. Y'all better hear me today. There are no notes to prayer. There, there's no, there, there's, there, there's no, there's, there's none of that, all right? Listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. Listen, um, Jesus responded to every temptation that it is written. He had to be tested before he could be trusted. He had to be tested before he could be trusted. I want you to release this over yourself. He can trust me. He can trust me. He can trust me. Often we talk about trust God. I don't question prayer. Can God trust you? Can he trust you to endure temptation? For some of you, the temptation has been, well, you know what? I could go do this and make more money, but you don't chase money. Mm. Come on here. You don't chase money. 
you fulfill purpose and assignment. And when you fulfill purpose and assignment, money chases you. Whenever you taste money, what you get from the taste is all you ever get. We fulfill purpose and assignment. He can trust me. Can he trust you to not be arrogant? Can he trust you? Can he trust you to remain a student? Tell him he can trust you. Oh my God, it's almost time to go. Jesus, he can trust us. God, we tell you tonight, you can trust us. You can trust us. Come on, we gotta go. Wow, okay, it's 75. I only got five minutes left. Jesus answered in Matthew over and over again, it is written. He spends 30 years preparing after this series of tests. He does more in three and a half years than he did in 30 years. So let me prophesy to the remainder of this year and 2023. You will do more between now and the end of this calendar year than you have the entire rest of the year. Type yes, Lord, on the screen. Don't worry about how, just agree. Shut your mouth and agree, just agree. Come on, come on, come on, come on, just agree. Just agree, just agree. You will do more internally. There's gonna be more maturity in you between now and December 31st, 2022 than the whole rest of this year. There's gonna be more progress made between now and the end of this year in you. You gotta hear that. And in 2023, that will be the greatest year of your life yet. Just say, yes, Lord. I just need you to agree. Yes, Lord. Why? Because he tested you and you demonstrated you can be trusted. You got to hear that. All right. Here's the here's the last thing that I'm going to get. Um, it's 756. Um, and we got to do this because we got to wrap up prayer. One hour. Has prayer been a blessing to you tonight? If it's been a blessing to you, talk to me back. Talk to me in the comments. Just wave at me if this prayer has been a blessing to you tonight. There's one more thing we got to cover. Ezekiel 1 and 14 says, and the living beings, referring to angels, moved rapidly back and forth like flashes of lightning. And in this series we've been in, Angels and Demons, I taught you yesterday, you have angels on assignment. And literally, these angels, they move at the speed of light. Where is, is there a switch? Let me see. They move, well, you can't see, y'all can't see that going off. They move at the speed of light. Which means um, the same way you see light come on and immediately darkness leaves, that's how fast angels move. They move at the speed of light. Now, I need you to pay attention. Which means, listen carefully, you have angels that are on assignment that are waiting on you, that are waiting on you to take action. And angels are voice activated. This is why I always have you to say so much. That's Psalm 103 and 20. Angels are voice activated. They are waiting to hear something before they do something. They are waiting to hear something before they do something. Um, here's going to be how we end prayer tonight. Whatever you want to release your angels to go do, you're going to drop it in the comments right now. They are waiting on you. They are voice activated. And wherever you're at, Atlanta, Virginia, Indiana, Denver, Aurora, uh, uh, I saw so many cities, Brazil, wherever you're at, Florida, wherever you're at tonight, whatever you want to release your angels to do tonight, they are voice activated and they move at the speed of light, which means we're going to pray, whatever it is, drop it in the comments, be specific, you cannot just say, bless me, okay, he's already done that, I need you to be as specific as you can in the comments, because everybody's about to have a praise report by next Monday. Everybody. This ain't for somebody. This is everybody. Everybody. Father, in Jesus' name, 
I pray over every person right now that is following these instructions according to Psalm 103 and 20. Angels are voice activated. They are standing, waiting, ready to move at the speed of light. I pray that you would release the angels that are assigned to every person right now in the name of Jesus to quickly be released to whatever they have typed on these comments. Please follow my instructions. To whatever they have typed in these comments and we send your angels this mighty innumerable army that you have at your disposal, God, where you said that you have assigned angels to us to lead us, to protect us, to strengthen us, to encamp around us, to rescue us, to serve us, um, to accompany us, to move at the speed of light for us. In Jesus' name, I pray that you would literally pick their words up off these comments and Ezekiel 114 them. You'd pick their words up off these comments and you Ezekiel 114 them. You'd pick their words up off these comments and you would Ezekiel 114 them. In Jesus' name we pray. It's eight o'clock, we gotta go, so here's what we have to do. Last two things I wanna do tonight, we have to go. Last two things. Last two things we got to do tonight. Number one, um, if prayer bless you, I want you to sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. Luke 638, give and it shall be given unto you. How? Good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. Somebody says, I don't know how to release my past. Kim, you let your past go like this. The struggle ends when you stop struggling. I'll, there's a series on our YouTube channel and our app called Getting Past Your Past. I want you to listen to that. Somebody over here on the Harvest Instagram, at Kim, our website, and how to get our app um, at her so she can see how to do that. Uh, I'm assuming it's to her because it says Kim. All right, listen. Everybody listen to me. Um, I want you to sow into prayer tonight. Um, there are two seeds, two seeds um, that, that, are, that we're going to release tonight. Um, there's two seeds that we're going to release tonight. Uh, the first seed is the seed. The first seed is going to be a $27 seed, all right? $27 seed. Second seed Second seat is going to be double that. It's going to be a $54 seat. Um, so why are there two different seats? Very, 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 very simple. Um, seven is the number of completions. Shalom, two is the number of witness. Um, for some of you, you're going to double that. If you're the leader of anything, if you're the head of anything, if you want to see double, you go with the second seat. You do 54. But 27 or 54, 27 or 54, 27 or 54, 27 or 54. And this particular seed, this particular seed, here's what you're going to name the seed when you sow it. You're going to name this seed is my comment seed. For whatever you just put in the comments, that your angels pick that up and they go run that for you. All right. And I get, notice how I give you scripture to back up everything. I give you scripture to back up everything. 27, 54, 27, 54. That's what I want you to do. How do you sow that? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giveify, all of that's available. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church. If you want to use the badges on Instagram, you can use the badges. You're going to call this your comments. You're going to call this your comment seed. I want to push as many of you, as, listen, if, you, if your faith 
is there, you do the second one. That's not a lot of money. But here's the point. It's about the releasing of your faith. I just told you how Harvest got a miracle. And listen, listen, people coming to Jesus, listen, we're a church and we should want that. And that's true. But listen, that wasn't even for me. That was for those people's lives. And we released the seed. We prayed and God brought a miracle. I want to encourage you to do the same. I want to push as many of you can to do that, especially if you're a business owner, if you're the leader, if you're the father, if you're a parent, if you're over anything, if you're an entrepreneur, you sow that higher of the two seeds. You definitely sow the higher of the two seeds. Last thing I want to do, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, tonight is your night. You need to give your life to the Lord for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord wherever you're at. This is your night. Or third, if you're like, Bishop Foreman, I do not know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, I want you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Wave at me. If that's you, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Wherever you're at, wave at me or say it's me. I've got I've got online ambassadors that are watching on every platform. Wave at me right now. I see several people. Pastor Leon said to see the song. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, see. Come on, see. Whatever you prayed, man of God, I pray that God would bring that to you. I release your angels. The angels assigned to leaf. The angels assigned to your name. Come on. I got you, Nova. I got you. Wherever you're at, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Just do that a hand wave emoji or say it's me. Wherever you're at, I need you to respond. Some of you may say, well, I don't want to do the response because I don't know these people. It's okay. You are in a safe place. What's the cash app? It's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. I see you. They're still responding on Instagram. Come on. Whatever platform you're at. So, but I don't want to do that because people might see me. It's okay. Can I tell you something? Number one, you're in a safe place. Number two, the Bible says that if you deny him, he'll deny you. I don't know about you, but I do not want to get in front of God. But like, hey, Jesus, what's happening? He's like, I do not know that, Mark. I do not know that man. Just do that hand with emoji and say it's me. He says, if you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. So this is your moment to come out for the Lord. This is your moment. Well, Bishop, I got issues. I got stuff I'm working through. You do not get that together to come to Jesus. You come to Jesus and Jesus is going to help you get that together. You don't get your life right to come to God. You come to God and God is going to help you get your life right. And that's a process. That's not even going to happen overnight. It's day by day, step by step, day by day. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I'm going to count you down from five, and then we got to pray because we're five minutes over time. Five, waiting on you. Four, waiting on you. Three, two, one, I'm waiting on you. I sense that there's a couple more of you that you're supposed to respond to this, to this invitation to Jesus. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I got, I'm stuck on this one because there's a couple of you that you haven't responded yet. I'm going to stay on this one for a couple more seconds. I got to go. I got to go see someone. I got you, Aaliyah. Elijah, excuse me, Elijah. I got you. I pray for everything assigned to Johnson. If that's your last name, every angel assigned to Johnson. Pray for every angel assigned to Johnson. Every angel connected to Johnson. That those angels be released according to what you released in the comments tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I, there's a couple more of you that are supposed to respond, but I got to go. But I, I literally can see you. You got, your, you got your phone. You got it like this. Fear is gripping you. I break the power of fear over your life so that you would respond. Just do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. I see you. Kim said you can't sow because your finances. I pray you have the finances to sow. He gives seed to the sower. You sow what you can. And when you release what you have, I promise you, God, it's going to make sure that you always have seed to sow. But I pray that he would give seed to you because you're a sower in Jesus' name. 
We got to go. Everybody pray with me. They're going to respond. They're going to respond. Everybody pray with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you. There it is. There's another. There's one, at least one more of you. There's at least one more of you. There's at least one more. Everybody pray with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward in Jesus' name. If I fall or fail, give me the grace to get right back up in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, Bible says it's so simple. You're saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell? Saved from what? Saved from yourself. Saved from what? Saved from living a life that is about chasing stuff instead of chasing purpose. Listen, here's what I need you to do. Text the word HARVEST. If you just prayed that prayer to the phone number 55498, it's going to ask you your name and then it's going to send you a menu of options. You're going to click, you're going to put the number in for salvation. We're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just the hobby. Everybody listen, Wednesday night, I see all of you testifying about your seed. So um, I pray that every seed that is sown, that those angels pick up your comments and bring it to you. I just told you a praise report. I want you all to see the, the, the magnanimous size of that praise report. Eight days ago, there were 544 recorded decisions. Today, there are 1,345. Last Sunday, you couldn't have told me that that would have been done in less than a week. You couldn't have told me that. Can I be honest with you? You could not have told me that. I would have said, mm, probably nine something. If you, want, if you want to keep it 100, maybe nine something. You know, maybe nine. So we'll get right there. Literally, that's what I thought. I thought we'll get right close to it. And God, we're just going to believe it. But that, man, but God is good. Um, listen, text that word harvest to 55498. Let us know you just gave your life to the Lord. Listen, um, some of you are already saved, but you need a shepherd. And the great thing about harvest is because we're a hybrid church, you don't have to live in Denver. You can live in Denver, Atlanta, Timbuktu. New Zealand, Australia, Paris, Dominican Republic, South Africa. You can live anywhere and be a part of the Harvest family. The Bible says that God gives you a shepherd after his own heart. And so if you, this is how I know that you're my shepherd. That's how you know. It's in the voice of a shepherd. Sheep don't, in the natural, they don't see well. They have to depend on their hearing. Every shepherd makes a distinct sound that those sheep that are assigned to him respond to. And so tonight, if you're like, man, I need to be somewhere, you do not have to live where we are physically. You can be anywhere across America, around the world, and we'd love you to be a part of the Harvest family. How do you do that? You just text Harvest to 55498. That's it. You got that number. You got it all. And you just put join Harvest. You just set respond with that option, and you can be a part of the Harvest Church family. I love you guys. We are 10 minutes over. I love you. I pray you have an amazing night tonight. Wednesday Night Live is going to be amazing. The message is called Jehovah Saboeth. Um, that means the God of angel armies. So I began to teach you that you have angels on assignment. I'm going to go deeper into that word and I'm going to start introducing you on Wednesday to the archangels. Um, there is one archangel that God has assigned to his people. Woo! Uh, and I'm going to introduce you to him on Wednesday. It's going to be amazing. That's seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. I love you guys. If you didn't get your seat in the ground, get your seat in the ground. 27 or 54. I want to push as many of you towards that 54, especially if you're a business owner or you want to be, you're an entrepreneur, you're a leader, you're over anything, you put that, you sow that. And what are you going to call your seat? Your comment seat. Again, I see questions about how you do it. All you have to do 
is uh, how do you sell it? You can use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Business Form with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. That email is hello at harvestchurch.church. If you, you can use text to give, you can text the amount to 84321 and uh, enter Harvest Church when you see the, well, I don't have on my V, but when you see the Harvest uh, V somewhere, it's over there, somewhere, when you see the Harvest V, that's where you want to be, all right? Or it's up at the corner on this camera there. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom, you all. Make sure you share this on your page, too, when we're done. Shalom. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.